0: Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> Chinese fighter jets are increasingly visible in the skies above the Western Pacific, where the U.S. Navy also has a presence. This past week, China's President Xi unveiled three new warships to patrol the South China Sea. It already has the world's largest navy and could use it to invade Taiwan, a democratic island, and long-standing U.S. ally.
1: That was a little troubling, that scene from 60 Minutes last night. That, China! That, that, was, that, that, one, uh, that one scared me a little bit. Yeah, well, it was uh, definitely putting words and pictures to... What is clearly true, China is uh bent on dominating the world. Uh, yeah, and um it was supposed to scare us and and uh, you know the, the our military. That was the point.
2: Wasn't it like eighteen months ago when being a China hawk was called racist and xenophobic? It was very long ago. Oh my God. God, it
1: was just a couple of years ago that uh, we were still in denial that they were bent on taking over the world. And as uh, Senator Blinken, our uh, Secretary Blinken, Secretary of State, pointed out yesterday, that is their goal, to overtake us and become the dominant military, economic, cultural power in the world. That is their goal. Of course it is.
2: Hmm. I wonder if they have a flow chart that has, like, peaceful and warlike methods and tactics and how all right now we're going to push into the china sea further and build three more islands if the u.s reacts badly we blow up a destroyer if they react weakly we move on to colonizing africa i mean i wonder because they have to have a multifaceted plan Uh, because whether it's war or economics or, or so-called diplomacy, where they get an African country on the hook for so much debt, they can no longer turn China down and they got all sorts of
1: strategies going. And the conversation is still going on whether or not the world is going to participate in the winter Olympics in Beijing, which is right after the first of the year. So it's not that far away. Um, we're going to have a Summer Olympics, because it got delayed. We're going to have a Summer Olympics, and then just right after that, a Winter Olympics. It's right o- in the, right it, at the beginning of 22. It's an Olympic bang-bang. It is an Olympic bang-bang. Yeah. But th- so far, no you know, major countries have backed out. But <clears throat> They have concentration camps. Right. They're engaged in a genocide. It's just amazing that we would give them the platform to march around and show, look how powerful and great we are. Surely we won't. Uh, I read an interesting piece where Jimmy Carter really um, regretted pulling out of the 1980 Olympics and always has later in his life. I didn't know that. And that was because the Russians had invaded Afghanistan. So we pulled out of the Olympics that year. Um, He regretted that later. But uh, same people that agreed that that was a bad idea in this particular article thought we cannot. We cannot engage in the olympics in china you just can't Mm. yeah can we hear more from the 60 minutes piece because this stuff was all good some of it's scary
0: have you ever seen china be so assertive or aggressive militarily
3: no we haven't i think what we've witnessed over the last uh several years is china acting more repressively at home and more aggressively abroad that is a fact
1: awesome and uh, that is Sec- Secretary Blinken, if you don't recognize his name. He has been at Biden's side, as 60 Minutes pointed out, for decades. I didn't realize that. Uh, I don't mind him so far. No, he seems like a very uh, reasonable dude. Yeah, go yeah, go
4: ahead. Do you want more uh, military or economic? Uh, either. Okay.
0: The Chinese have stolen hundreds mm. of billions, if not trillions, of dollars of trade secrets and yeah. intellectual property yeah. from the United States. That sounds like the actions of an enemy.
3: It certainly sounds like the actions of, uh, of, of someone who's trying to compete unfairly uh, and increasingly in adversarial ways. But we're much more effective and stronger when we're bringing like-minded and similarly aggrieved countries together to say to uh, Beijing, this can't stand and it won't stand.
1: You know, one thing they pointed out during that 60 Minutes piece that doesn't get brought up much. The uh, so-called ridiculous tariffs that the Trump administration put on China, this is the wrong way to handle it, are still in place. The Biden administration has not lifted those tariffs. Well, I'll be darned. It's as if politics is just a bunch of blowhards shouting things they don't believe. It's as if Trump might have been right about this and uh, where we stand with China. Uh, Clip 17 is a little more economics.
0: China's gross domestic product is expected to surpass the United States' As early as 2028.
3: Well, it's a large country. It's got a lot
1: of people. <laughs> There's some good analysis.
0: <laughs> well, that's just some
1: straight-up math, though. Yeah. they have got four times as many people. An individual human being has only got to be as quarter as productive as we are to equal us. And it's just a fact. So they could be 50% as productive as us in, uh, per, per person and just dominate us economically that way.
2: I don't want to offend my Chinese friends, but I can't imagine a person who's a quarter as productive as me. I mean, do you ever do anything? I mean, like, wipe the crumbs off the kitchen table. You're, you're like, up to 20%.
1: And uh, where that plays in, because I listened to a good long podcast about this between economic military guys, is if they continue their same percentage of military spending... When they you know, have figured out to, uh, how to get their economy up and running with that crowd, and they can just start to, like, they could exponentially spend more money than we do. I mean, it could just go from they're spending as much to a little more to just, like, it's a, another world of spending on their military from what we do mm-hmm. fairly quickly. But if they do that, won't they get voted out? Oh, right. Never mind. <sighs> There's some advantages <laughs> to that, which they talked about on 60 Minutes last night.
0: China thinks long-term, strategically, Hmm. decades in advance. Is America just caught up on the latest fires here and there, and we're not thinking long-term, strategically, and as a result, China will surpass us?
3: What I found, looking at our own history, is that when we've confronted a significant challenge, significant competition, uh, significant adversity, we've managed to come together together and actually do the long-term thinking, the long-term investment. And that is really the moment we're in now. And that's the test that I think we're facing. Yeah. Uh, are we actually going to rise to it? I, President Biden believes we are.
1: I don't know if we are. Um, uh, back to the uh, how productive we are. Uh in in this country versus in China. The advantage we have, now this is some, uh, well, it's not flag-waving, really. I mean, I I believe in American exceptionalism from the standpoint that our system is better, but, you know, I don't believe that we are inherently, like, different human beings that are just smarter, wiser, uh, more moral, and more productive. No. But um, our system is better, and how much production can you get out of a system where you don't utilize your best talent? Your best ta- talent could end up um, in a concentration camp in China, your best talent could be forcibly aborted by the government in China, and your best talent could end up just in some mud hut because you're not connected to the right people in the Communist Party. Whereas in the United States, at least in theory, we do our best to, uh, to let talent rise to the top so that we actually can harness the, 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 you know, the the, the the fastest, the strongest,
4: the smartest, the most innovative, everything, or at least those who uh, the children of parents who can afford good Photoshop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's why I said at least <laughs> no, in theory. There's a
1: little of that, but it's you know it's, even with that, it's nowhere close to what they do. And you know, in a communist system like China, where they, you have no chance to rise up if you're not attached to the Communist Party and know the right people, no chance whatsoever. Yeah, but they have such an enormous pool of people. It could yep. be they
2: get yep. and they're trying to liberalize economically. At Joe least to has some given extent. up.
1: Might as but well no, I, learn the learn the Chinese national anthem. Do
2: we have the Chinese national anthem? Because uh, I also I used to always scream, "Play this! Play the Soviet national anthem! Play it!" But I don't think we have the Chinese. Is it good? I have no does idea. Does it sound like ding a ding ding ding? No, I don't think it does. Probably. Or, or is it kind of Westernized music? I don't anyway, know. I, was, I have no idea. I was going to make is a that what much.
1: Play play the very beginning of that that first the the clip with the the guys on the boats where they're singing the song there in the background. Chinese
0: fighter jets are increasingly visible in the skies above the Western Pacific, where the U.S. Navy also has a presence. This past week, China's President Xi unveiled three new warships to patrol the South China Sea. It already has the world's largest navy. That's some good singing. So, so do we know what that song is?
1: No clue. Maybe that's the Chinese national anthem, or is that just their Navy song? Is that like their uh, anchors away? Yeah. Or um, what did the the Air Force sing? Uh, uh, off we go into the wild blue. No,
4: beautiful, no, beautiful
1: balloons. No, they, they don't have balloons. Oh. Oh, uh, they have
2: weather balloons. No. Yeah, your various very service song. Would Jim you like him. to fly? Oh, Lord.
1: I played that song. Somebody for my stop kid. him. I played that song for my kids once. They couldn't believe that was actually a hit song. I oh. can't believe it either. Have you ever heard that song, Sean? No, I thought Pop you were making something up. Oh, we got to play that when we come back, just to let people yes. who are under 45 know this was a hit song in the 70s when nobody had an erection. Just for my own notes, this was pre-internet or post-internet? <laughs> pre- pre-internet. Okay. Pre-internet. Oh, yeah. way pre uh, My buddy, uh, Brian the Umpire, was doing a
2: stint in Boston, umpiring the Red Sox, and I, I sent him uh, the video to please come to Boston oh, for geez. the springtime. <laughs> the
1: business. flaccid, flaccid rock <laughs> of the seventies. <70s. laughs> but we've got that and other things on the way.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: Hey Michael, can you stop that? I specifically want to talk about this a little bit. Okay, so uh, this was actually a hit song uh, back in the day when I was a kid. Absolutely. And I, can you please stop? Please stop. I'll I'll signal you when I want to play it. Okay. I will give you a big signal. Oh, um, it's Rocky going, folks. Rocky um, going. Um. So this was actually a hit song. Like, we would drive around in the car and go to the grocery store, and this would be playing on the freaking radio. Yes, the
4: short live trend of balloon rock. <laughs> <laughs> so did, <laughs> did this ever make it to the Casey Kasem? And they, the big oh, number one hit. Yeah, this, number one for weeks.
1: Giant, nationwide, everywhere you went sort of hit. So after long-distance dedication, this the, would be y- like the yeah. number
4: two song. of Yeah,
1: this couldn't have been a bigger hit. And, um, and I played it for my kids the other day, and they could not believe that it wasn't like a, a joke or a, a version of it that was, you know, uh, somebody making a mocking version of the hit song. <laughs> no, this is the actual version of it, and this is what it sounds like. It's already limp. Would
2: you like to ride
0: my
1: What is that? Is that a Would nylon like guitar in the background? Now, are they okay. all singing falsetto? Crank her up there, Michael. Among
2: the stars together, you and
1: I. That is weak.
2: We oh, it's really kicking in now. Oh, it's rocking. It's
4: a little too hard
1: rock for me once it gets there.
2: It really sounds like the airline jingle it became.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very, uh, very, very, well, it is what it is. So what? do you actually, as a guy who's a musician, what do you think was going on? Does that a reflection of anything?
2: Well, it's a solid song. I mean, musically, it's it's beautifully arranged. It's just a little uh, wussy and 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 safe. Maybe in the wake of the Vietnam War, and um, it was a, a number one hit in July of 1967. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, which was earlier than I'd realized. It was just it was omnipresent it was, for years was, and years. It was on the radio all the time because it was such a giant hit. Yeah, yeah. So you know, sometimes art reflects the times, and sometimes it's a
1: reaction to the times. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's just a thing. I mean, it does. I don't think it necessarily just just because some song became a hit. I don't think it necessarily has to reflect anything. Were they
4: intentionally whisper singing? That's kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, right? I they're, know they're trying so to sing very, loudly while whispering. It's very breathy. Would you like? To, yeah yeah was that recorded yeah. in a library
1: <laughs> that's never... the fifth dimension. they had several hits, all of them very smooth and you're right that one part where they get to the chorus, which is a little metallica for me, a little too hard rocking when they get into the like yeah, the ow, really my kicking. ears a, my ears Put a
4: parental advisory label on yeah. your album when you're putting that in yeah there. maybe that was the uh the
1: album edit or something we were playing a little too hard for grandma written by the great Jimmy Webb.
2: Who also wrote, By the time I get to Phoenix, Wichita Lyman, Galveston Galveston,
1: worst thing that could happen, all I know, and the infamous MacArthur Park. There you go. Um uh, so anyway, that gets that song out of the way. The other song we are wondering about is the Chinese do we know if this is the Chinese national anthem? They were singing it in front of those new destroyers on sixty minutes last night, which was troubling. Let's hear a little of that. the Fifth Dimension song. You know, it has the sound of those communist national anthems. I was going to ask, is that
4: inherent to... This sounds very Russian
1: national anthem to me. Yeah, there's a great
4: national anthem, political leanings aside. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: It's some Jimmy Webb of communist national anthems (laughs) who cranks them out from his L.A. studio or something. So how do you feel about ethnic minorities? Concentration camps? Okay, I'll, I'll throw in a little reference to that. How many rights do your people have? None? Okay, great. I think I can work with this.
1: And obviously your communist national must have to be a march, because it's all about marching along in step and doing exactly
2: what you're told. Uh, I'm told the title of that song is March of the Volunteers, and I love that aspect of <laughs> communism. It's always about uh, the people, the volunteers. Uh, look... Uh, I'm your uh, subject. You're a dictator. If I screw around, you throw me in a gulag. I know it. You know it. Can we get rid of the whole volunteer silliness? Come oh yeah.
1: Now. Well, I wish I could remember the name. There's one name that they use all the time in China. Read read the book China Dream if you can handle literature. It's a it's a it's a high grade literature, but a look at China currently. And there's this. It's a it's a it's apocryphal at this point, but. Um, they, they know it's not true, but it doesn't matter. It's about some young man who discovered something and decided he cared about his family. And this is everything he did. And he, his name is you know, it's like Jimmy, the great American, like Captain America, practically. And they use him as the 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 Chinese person that we all should aspire to be. And and that's what it is. the The, the volunteer thing. You just volunteer and you give up everything for your country. Right. All your right. needs and wants. Well, you know, getting back to the previous uh,
2: segment's discussion about Anthony Blinken and the Chinese in 60 Minutes and the rest of it, there are undeniably advantages to totalitarian regimes. We'd like to think they're entirely evil and bankrupt, and because of their evil, they will never win, Johnny. It's not true. Now, long term, they have some serious, serious problems. They're morally bankrupt, and they're evil, but they're efficient and 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 as we veer back and forth from you know one party to another one philosophy to another kind of clunking along trying to figure out how we're going to attack the next century they are organized they got their uh, tanks in a row nobody gets to say no it's incredibly efficient you know it's just I, also evil
1: what i think uh, i think one of our, our 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 lacking um attitudes in america is um uh, for for yo- younger people, one is just because it's always been safe to be in America, that it's always going to be. And two, this belief that the the right and good always win. They don't. The bad guys can win, and you can go into a dark oh, yeah. ages. You can have losing streaks. Yeah. For centuries. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice. Coming up, Aquarius,
2: <laughs> let the sunshine in from the fifth dimension. Another number one hit. Oh, boy,
0: and Getty.
1: new Zogby poll out. How does Tucker Carlson do against Meghan Markle in a bid for president? <laughs> As wow. opposed to how Tucker Carlson does against Oprah Winfrey. Why did they even ask these questions? Well, they did, and I'll have the answers for you coming up later. You know, that, that reminds me, I get this obnoxious
2: news for you from Yahoo News, and sometimes it's interesting, sometimes it has stuff we can use for the show, so I'll click on it. But they had this article over the weekend that just stated Tucker Carlson as a white supremacist. I mean, wow. this was an allegedly a news article. Wow. Tucker Carlson, who frequently uses white supremacist rhetoric. Wow! Uh, oh yeah, because you're the sole uh, arbiter and judge of what is
1: white supremacist, and you get to just declare it wow. without, by the way, backing it up in the article. I know you didn't want to talk about this. We'll talk about it in depth later. But the was it the New York Times, Washington Post, and NBC all had to retract a Rudy Giuliani giant headline this weekend. Mm. So big front page splashy Rudy Giuliani headline that turned out was one unnamed source and they had to say no we got it completely wrong but they get to always call fox you know fake news so yeah. uh What's his name on uh, the buzz yesterday that I like? What's his name? Uh, How- no, Media Buzz? Howard yeah. Kurtz. Yeah. Howard Kurtz was pointing out. It's it's not that Fox doesn't get things wrong or shade things, but let, can we just get to the point where we all recognize the other networks do it too? Yahoo does it. MSNBC does it. New York Times does it. It's not just Fox. Right, right. For crying exactly. out loud. Yep.
2: So, uh, listen, the, what is it? The Chinese or the Eskimos or the uh, Navajo or somebody doesn't even have a word for problem. All they have is the word opportunity they or something said about
1: crap. China forever. Yeah, whatever. Turns out they got plenty of words for that. Well, and you got a dumb language if you don't have a word for problem. Yeah, you need get more words. What? You need
2: more words. Yeah.
1: Come up with one.
2: You can use ours. Problem. Anyway, uh, so we took Friday off, a little three-day weekend. You know, I was uh, sick. Uh, uh, well, yeah, you were sick. I My took son day was off. sick. I don't know what we had. We have a third... Coronavirus! Good Thank you, Dr. Cardi. We have a third of the year gone, and we've taken like a tenth of our vacation. The, the math does not work. Mm. This is not good. I, I'm very tense. Anyway, uh, so uh, since we missed Friday, Sean had gone to all the trouble of preparing clips of the week, or cow as we affectionately call it. This runs... Uh, at the beginning, more or less, of hour one of the show, if you're usually listening live around this time, and then we do it again with some enhancements, hour four of the show. So maybe you want to check that out live or get it via the podcast at ArmstrongAgetty.com or whatever. But because, uh, A, Sean put in the work, and B, it's my favorite time of the week, let's do last
1: week's Cow Clips of the Week. Like, it's incredible. My mom met my dad, they had sex. It's amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm here.
0: It's my privilege. Thank you.
1: But I think it's pretty common sense
4: now that outdoor risk is really, really quite low. A plethora of Josh's gathered from all over the country to compete in the ultimate showdown. How
2: would that unicorn car work? Well, there are unicorn farms that would have to be set up and they'd have to be
3: put in cages.
4: (laughs) The problem isn't that I don't get what you're saying or that I'm old. The problem is that your ideas are stupid.
3: We're going to hit 100 days. I have not met with the president one time, nor had one conversation with him. Dispatch, I've arrived at that disturbance. We have LeBron call my cell phone right away? Please, thank you.
1: I don't want to call him irrational. So I was LeBron James before I became a police officer. It's not going to be pretty when a bunch of guys in a sports bar served the platter of Buffalo cauliflower.
0: Virginia's education department is planning to completely overhaul the state's high school math curriculum. Instead of trying to get as many students studying advanced math as possible, the state is instead shifting to a new focus on what they call equity. The Biden administration and President Biden has definitely exceeded expectations that progressives had.
1: Did you hear that, Ed? They checked, uh, they checked the ponies, a little horse. Because of the pandemic, he has been
4: robbed of so much of the majesty and pomp of the job.
3: We're at a great inflection point in history. We have to do more than just build back better. To build back, we have to build back better.
4: Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. I am more than hopeful. I am confident that our finest hour is yet to come.
1: Well, I'd love to see Scott and Harris on a debate stage running for president. One of them saying we are a racist country. The other one saying we're not and arguing about it. I think that'd be great.
4: both got past uh, Meghan Markle and Tucker Carlson in your scenario. And Oprah.
2: (laughs) Well, and then have the debate behind or between people who nobody will say. That's easy for you to say as a white guy. Because, of course, you can only have ideas that relate to your skin color in the brave new America. More on that to come. Also, Disneyland controversy, Jack, is Snow White rapey. Stay with us. What? Quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. And, you know, your home is a big deal, of course, keeping all the people safe, uh, the people you love, and being able to sleep soundly at night and knowing you're being watched over. But don't forget about your your workshop where all your expensive tools are, your band rehearsal room or whatever. Simply Safe is affordable. It's super effective. It's the best uh, security system out there.
1: Yep. When an alarm goes off, a person who cares is there for you with a phone call to make sure you're okay. And when an emergency happens, a person who is, is there who cares for you Getting fire and police responders to your front door right away. You can order the Simply Safe system today, have it in about a week, install it yourself in 30 minutes, and you've got all those people that care about you uh, at your disposal at that point. <laughs> It's simple, it's
2: easy, but it's extremely effective. That's why it wins so many awards. Uh, find out more about Simply Safe. Customize your system. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get a free security camera if you use that code. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. It is a 60 day risk free trial. Nothing to lose. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
1: Oh, and uh, Caitlin Jenner has weighed in on transgender athletics in like high schools and stuff. So since I she was is just running. just
2: about to bring that up.
1: Running, oh, you're in too near. Okay. It's,
2: We can. Sure. Why why, why wait? Right. It's too important. Okay, let me click over to that then. Hang on a second. Where is it? There's... uh, Former gold medalist Caitlyn Jenner, biological boys should not be allowed to compete in girls' sports because it's not fair. This is a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls' sports in school. Uh, It just isn't fair, he says, using the word fair way too much, and we have to protect girls' sports in our
1: school. Um, when asked said, it, he, she, I almost said he. She's not serious about running for governor, but more on that in a second. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think interesting.
2: so. We just got an email about uh, how steadfast and, and calm and reasonable and smart she is about her conservative beliefs in the face of a lot of persecution.
1: Yeah, I've seen her interviewed a bunch of times. She is, she is smart. She's all those things you just said. But um, in this particular statement about trans girl athletics, she said uh she's on her She's walking into a coffee shop and she said well i wasn't expecting to be asked this going out for my morning coffee run but i suppose uh and then she throws out a couple of sentences that you just read and then they ask a follow up and said i just went out to get coffee and then like walks away so to well me, yeah somebody th- asked do those beliefs delegitimize a person's gender identity she said have a good day but i think if you're you know Maybe that was an excuse. But if you're legitimately not ready as a very recognizable celebrity governor candidate in California to answer these questions when you go out in public, then you better start getting ready or you're not serious about this.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, well, we'll wait and see, I suppose. It could just be as a political neophyte. It hadn't occurred to her that she yeah. had to be ready. And
1: it's very early. This all isn't going to happen for a, quite a few months. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So just days after Disneyland reopened, because it's in California, which is just inexplicably weird about the COVID, uh, the new Snow White attraction is receiving backlash, specifically from the San Francisco Chronicle's website, SFGate. Uh, I, according to Disney, Snow White's Enchanted Wish, which is a new feature, takes guests aboard a wooden mine cart as if they're going down to visit the seven dwarves, who are oh, I get it. miners. Exactly. Begin the They fairy- were miners? <laughs> yeah, they got early into crypto. Yeah. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. You remember that? And it's
1: been so long, so long since I've seen the movie or, or read the book. They were miners, huh? Yeah, they were. Uh, what? what, what I I probably helped that? in the caves being short little people. Oh yeah, they sent them down into the smaller shafts. Yeah.
2: Exploited uh, them, really. Really? Ah, uh, what, what was that? Just just popped into my head. Oh, the the guy who passed away who who voiced all the Disney promos. Do we still have him? Do we still have the tape? Anyway, the, It doesn't matter.
1: Off the top of your head, can you name the seven dwarves?
2: Yeah. You sleepy. Can? Yeah. I, I just
1: can? I think so. I, I usually can. But I I don't want to. Do I have to? Four, maybe. Sleepy. (laughs) Is grumpy. Is drippy one? Drippy. Crampy. 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 I'm feeling pretty crampy.
2: (laughs) Dopey. You said dopey, dopey twice, er, I think. Mopey, <laughs> yeah. gropy. Oh, now yeah. You
1: hashtag me too. Yeah, gropy <laughs> had an no uneasy th- relationship with Snow White. There are now six dwarves. Cancelled. Yeah. Cancelled. <laughs> you hear they canceled gropy. There are now six dwarves. So I wanted to hear the guy's voice because
2: I was going to do it, and I can't remember. He just has kind of a uh, low, announcery voice. But begin your fairy tale journey in the cozy cottage of the seven dwarfs. Then visit dazzling mines filled with glowing gems. Soon you'll be riding into the queen's sorcery chamber and discovering a magic mirror just as snow white boy boyce boyce damn it take two (laughs) just as snow white bites into the poisoned apple when all looks lost will snow white find her own happily ever after well here's the problem As you go through various scenes with lasers and animations and then the evil queen and bubbling potions, it actually sounds pretty good in that Disney sort of way. But, 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 Jack, at the end, it's True Love's Kiss, the grand finale between Snow White and the prince that is drawing scrutiny. The new grand finale of Snow White's Enchanted Wish is the moment when the prince finds her asleep under the evil queen's spell and gives her True Love's Kiss, a kiss he gives to her without her consent while she's asleep, which cannot possibly be true love if only one person knows it's happening. So that's
1: the problem. Wow. So the thing that little girls have dreamed of their whole lives, at least as long as that story has been around. Well, actually, the the, the prince and the kiss and all that sort of stuff has been around for a long time, probably thousands of years. But so sure. that's just no longer OK, huh?
2: uh yeah uh, haven't we already agreed that consent in early Disney movies is a major issue that teaching girls kids that kissing when it hasn't been established that both parties are willing to engage is not okay ah right it's a metaphor it's a legend I don't really remember that story that well because I found uh, certain aspects of it annoying um did the prince ever like meet her or see her or anything or I don't think so I think he just heard stories that there was a hot babe asleep in the forest, and he looked at her and, and, and he was infatuated.
1: And this is Bill Cosby in this scenario. Well, he didn't put her to sleep; the Evil Queen did. But
4: so we don't know they weren't in cahoots.
1: Yeah, you know. I so said, he, so <laughs> the Queen was Bill Bill Cosby, the Prince's Gazelle Maxwell.
2: This is this is taking a troubling turn. Not at all. No, it's it's a simple childish fantasy of and metaphor that at some point you will meet that person who you were meant for.
1: Epstein and Maxwell go into the forest. Oh Lord, how old is Snow White anyway? Do we have an age on her?
2: Oh. I'm getting less and less comfortable. I don't maybe know the,
1: Matt Gates. Maybe the cry. Wait a
2: minute. Well, I didn't kiss her. <laughs> but this is taking an even worse
1: turn there's some odd aspects to the story i'll grant you that we ought to, get to, to pay off what happened with matt gates over the weekend it's looking pretty dicey for him yeah i didn't really follow it so well, i'd like that, to hear that that well this is the trouble with hanging around with scumbags it looks like his scumbag friend has turned on him and Whoops. is uh, offering up some information and uh and it's not going to be good for uh, mr gates's career there in florida but Hmm. Whatever. But how would he do against Oprah? (laughs) Tucker? Tucker, How will Tucker fare against Meghan Markle? (laughs) Zogby's a real polling organization. Why are they even asking this question? But I can tell you how it turns out.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: But the economists say the surge in the economy is driven by you people, the consumer, the consumer, ladies and gentlemen. People are spending, spending. It's like we're all strippers. And the government made it rain. And now we can't wait to hit Jimmy Choo's. You know, I mean, it's... And I, 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 I can see it I'm the, on the drive-in today. I saw a packed car dealership. I saw a long line for an open house, and there were two people at Sears. <laughs> Ouch! Why, why kick
1: Sears in that great story there? I mean, like it's all good news, and then you kick Sears right in the, right in the sack. Well, they're down. Some right there
4: by your feet.
1: I don't know why Sears came in for a kicking.
2: Um, Would your mom have gotten that uh, that joke about, it's like we're all
1: strippers, and the government made it rain, No, now it's off to no. Jimmy Choo's. No. no, 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 of course not. Yeah, I think my mom would be mystified by that as is, well. Is Bill Maher supposed to craft his jokes for our mothers, or?
2: Well, not no, no. no <laughs> I was just, it was funny. That joke was it was very hip,
1: very young. Uh, uh, I got some polling on the economy, so I'll hit you with that after uh, after I go through a couple other things. Uh, I got a couple things here I wanted to mention. Um, Hillary Clinton was asked about uh, withdrawing soldiers from Afghanistan, which she was against she said uh, she warns that the um, she said it's a very difficult decision but she warns that the consequence could be a potential collapse of the afghan government and a takeover of afghanistan by the taliban well you can see why she was secretary of state cuz that is that's some wow solid analysis there absolutely if potential
2: collapse of the government yeah there's a potential uh, sunrise tomorrow
1: morning too yeah that's that yeah everybody knows that but okay fine um I don't know why Zogby asked what would happen if Tucker Carlson ran for president. Their point really is is that he does as well in head-to-head matchups and a variety of other questions. He's right in the, in the mix with Ron DeSantis, for instance, who's at the top hmm. um, in a lot of polls. So I always hear Tucker Carlson's name thrown around. I've never heard one iota of anything about him actually have any interest in getting into running for office, so. I think they might just be throwing his name out there without him yeah. ever thought about it in his life. Although, you can get drafted to run, right? Uh, more if or less, yeah. If you started to show up high in the polls, you might start thinking, well, you know, I never really thought about it before. Maybe it would be kind of cool to be president. I mean, you get to ride in that car. And-
4: <laughs> get the chef that has to make whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. You
2: can declare wars. Well, Congress should, but you get to, so...
1: Anyway, Tucker Carlson would lose to Joe Biden, according to the most recent Zogby poll, would lose to Kamala Harris. He would even lose to Oprah Winfrey Mm. and Meghan Markle. The Oprah Winfrey... Meghan Markle? Feel your soul being crushed yet? The Oprah Winfrey-Meghan Markle ticket does very well, though, against practically any matchup that you put it up against in this Zogby poll. That's it. I'm heading for El Salvador. Oprah Winfrey running with Meghan Markle would be the... (laughs) Not that there 's anything wrong with those two people specifically it 's just the idea uh, would be the end of america i mean if yeah. that 's where we are right. just pair the two biggest celebrity names you can come up with and elect them i mean they, they, what a, what the hell I
2: think there are several things wrong with the specific individuals, but that 's beside the point right how that 's not uh, the
1: point of the problem though. how would Alyssa Milano do in a matchup with Mark Levin? <laughs> Or Candace, what's her name? That
2: Candace, we... uh, yeah, Candace Owens against, uh, I don't know, Madonna.
1: Whatever. Um, hey, L.A. County notched a goose egg for the first time in forever. Los Angeles County on Sunday reported no COVID deaths for the first time in a very long time, according to the L.A. Times. Remember, L.A. County was the, uh, it was like India. Uh, back in uh, Back in the winter, last, yeah. When, when are we was sure the worst for L.A.
4: County, fall? we sure this isn't one of those things where like, the guy whose job it is to record those was Possibly. called in sick and or, you know, the most ironic scenario, he died of COVID. <laughs> Possibly, but even so, it's,
1: <laughs> the numbers are very low right now, and that's, that's good news. So. The L.A. Times seemed very excited about it, and you'd think they would have checked that, Sean. <laughs> but you might be wrong. And, um... So the downward trending numbers are why the county is expected to enter the state's yellow tier this week. According to ABC News, LA County will be in the yellow tier. Bars would be allowed to have 25% capacity indoors. Really, in the yellow tier, you can only be a quarter full indoors? You gotta give me a break. Let people self select. Yeah, whatever. Yeah.
4: Or, yeah, just let people go in and make their own decision. Practically every story I see about vaccinations now includes some sort of reference to accepting walk-up appointments.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. you, you, yeah you can get the vaccine anywhere. Fitness cent- centers could go to 50%. To, to let people do what they want to do now, yellow, what the hell? Good gosh. Oh.
0: Armstrong and Getty.